Hello everyone and welcome to the CMO Stories podcast episode 15. Today our guest is Fahag Karayan. He's a seasoned business executive, angel investor and entrepreneur. He has gone from NASA engineer to leading large organizations in entertainment, medical devices and defense, DARPA. His breadth of knowledge, cross-industry and disciplinary expertise are unparalleled. Currently, he's the co-founder and the CEO, CMO, because we are in the CMO Stories podcast, so CEO and CMO of Brandless Incorporated. Brandless.io is the website. It's a revolutionary user-generated SaaS video startup for agencies and brands. As a lifelong learner, Vaha has a passion for the human brain and behavior, economics and technology. He holds an MBA, a master's degree in computer sciences and a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering, all from the UCLA. Yeah, Vaha, I have uh, this thing of inviting people from all over the world with difficult names because I have all, <laughs> myself also a difficult <laughs> name. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think I'm almost correct with uh, how pronounced your name, isn't it? Yeah. You did, you did very well. Here. So thank you very much. Wow, I'm really impressed when I'm just reading your introduction. So tell us a bit for the people we, we've met in San Diego at Social Media Marketing World me being from Belgium, but tell us, where are you from and what is your background, Vaha? Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, Yuri. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I've, I've listened to a number of your podcasts. They're awesome, just to kind of, you know, let you know that. So um, my background is, I'm actually from, you're from Belgium. I'm Armenian, displaced here in the United States. So I actually was born in Armenia and uh, here I am in the United States, been here for about 30 years and uh, love it here it's it's great a world of opportunity like they say so that's kind of like high level me in general you know i'm a, a more like you mentioned as a career learner and a generalist i love learning about as many things as possible so actually meeting you there was like oh my god he's from belgium that's pretty awesome you know look what he's doing there and he's he flew all the way from here so it's oh i love learning and connecting with people with different backgrounds just like you mentioned Yes. So that's actually, for me, I love learning too. I love uh, connecting as you saw there. So this was really my passion to connect with people, learn from each other, have this really energy from other entrepreneurs, people that are creating things. By the way, I was really amazed by one. You talked to me about brandless.io and the concept behind it and says, wow, this is really, this sounds really good. And I want to see it in practice. And, you know, Mostly when you hear these stories, then you see, oh, will it really work? Like you said, but I think you are even be a bit modest because you just showed me before the podcast a short demo of it. And I'm really impressed. I'm, I'm looking forward to know more about it and how it will work and, and, and to try it out. But uh, tell us, Vahag, because you, you started this company, but how did that begin? Where did it begin? Was, was it, did you notice somewhere a problem in the market? Did you have a challenge or how did you begin with this company? So every company, every startup that starts, there's a story. So we have a story too. Yeah. Uh, we have a, so we have three founders and uh, one of our co-founders, uh, he had an app and it was a video app. It would allow users to actually shoot videos and it would allow to add like crazy effects, amazing effects. So his app company, I and my other co-founder, we were consulting with him. 
And then what happened is he got acquired. So his app got acquired by this company called Pixar, you know, another very big social media company, yeah, and video company. So basically he, the app got acquired and then he was with them for some time. And he had an idea where, hey, you know, we have a, I have this group, I have this agency who, who's thinking to do like video booths, especially with the COVID that we're starting and all that. And he said, you know, are you guys interested to come in and become, you know, so we can work together? Anyway, long story short, he's with his background and our expertise and our, my expertise, like in business, business development, marketing and all of that. And then my, our third founder being a technologist, he's, he's a, he has been like heading large organizations from the technology perspective, architecture. So we like complement really well together. So and when I looked at everything, I, I was like, oh, my God, this looks like a very interesting domain, but not just for video booths, because video is becoming the norm. User generated content is becoming the norm. You know, everybody is going there. I mean, we were at Social Media World together. And Michael was talking about video, video, video. Everything was video. So we actually keyed in on that about a year and some change ago. And we're like, we got to go here. We got to move forward here. There's no players in this niche that we are carving. So that, that was the story. And we started. So initially, it was just the video booth. It went really wide. Right. Yeah. If you just, because for the listeners, if they don't know your tool yet, how would you describe it in a few sentences? If somebody asks you what is Brandlens, how would you explain them? So we make your customers, we make it very easy for your customers and your fans to be able to create content directly for you. And this content is very directed. You can tell them exactly what you want, how you want it through our platform including having them read a text on the video without recording the video. I'm talking, this is like a, one of the interesting small features there. But the point is that it, the content can be very branded. It could be on brand uh, and pre-consented. So our platform makes that all very easy to do. So that's kind of like at the short description. But if I was yeah. to kind of tell you a little more is if you look at the, how people produce content, companies and agencies is basically big production which you spend a lot of money which, you know obviously there's needs for that influencers you still spend a lot of money but not very authentic and then uh, there's also this third tier that people some people know and they use it is basically going scraping the social media and finding branded content then mm -hmm. trying to get consent for that and then trying to use that content for other places we're flipping all that saying hey now other than those three You can actually go directly to your customers and through our tools, make, make, we make it easy. Get exactly the content that you want from them. And it's engagement with, with customers. They engage with your brand. They create for you. So there's many, many you know, benefits. Yes, Fahag, I, I know it's, I, I saw it. It's very easy to use your tool. And also for people, you ask them to do something to make this content You really guide them how to do it. And that's what I liked about it when you, you told me about your tool. And also the fact that you ask for consent, you know, that you can use the content that you are producing. So it, you really make it easy. And it, it, I, it, it's also fun. I would love to do this because I, I want to try it out. So it's really, really onto something here. But you also told me about this, this partners. You are working with partners. All I didn't know if you knew it, but I, I also had a company in the past. I, I sold it. I had an IT company. 
around business analytics. And um, yeah, I had at that moment two partners, but they were more on the background. But actually at a certain moment, I wanted to grow. And then my challenge was to find partners that, you know, at the, at, were at the same, I would say, the same thoughts, had the same way, had the same vision of the future. And that's not, that's not so easy to find at that moment. So how you guys were like naturally coming together and then uh, because you knew each other at that moment and there was like a synergy, everyone has its force, I would say. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how it is. Actually, you know, I don't, I don't believe in superstition, but I'm going to still say, you know, when they say knock on the wood, so it's been awesome. It's been so amazing working with those guys. And we have a team. And, and the other thing that works is because we have we fit together so well, our rest of the team, you know, works with us and together as well, very well. So you know, shout out to our tech team. It, they're just amazing. I love them every moment. Are they also in the US or are they a bit uh, everywhere in the world? Or uh... No, we are. They are all in Armenia. So actually. Uh, in Armenia. Two, okay. <laughs> yeah. So we have two founders here in in US, one founder in Armenia with our Armenian team. By the way, we're hiring a director of business development and sales, and it could be remote anywhere. Ah, so okay. That's, people, you know. Yeah, 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 because uh, that's nice. Yeah, the world now today, it's, you know, uh, that's why I also like to work with my clients in English, but then, then you can work with clients, but also with, 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 let's say, employees or with freelancers from all over the world. It makes things way more easier. So you already told me, but if there was one thing that you would say that you stand out with your product or with your tool comparing to other things or other tools on the market, what would you say? What is, is the biggest differentiator at this moment? I already kind of carve out where, it, where, where we fit, but I'll tell you one thing that we didn't talk about. We do, and this is very important as well, it's, we are doing all of this without any app. So the users, okay. the people who generate content for you, your customers, your fans, they don't have to download an app. We're doing, well, all our advanced camera is not on an app. You click on a link, it opens up, it's a camera, they can record it without downloading anything. So uh, that's actually makes things so much easier for everyone. Yeah, it just works. That's, I, I like that tools that, you know, you click on it and it just works. And that's actually, uh, people know, don't know it, but I'm recording this podcast with you on StreamYard. That's also just working with the link that you send to people. Huh? Just look at the settings that you <laughs> have the right access rights, but uh, if not, it works really fine. So, okay, you are now building your company you are thinking of the marketing probably are already doing some campaigns because you needed people to test it but and you need people you know to to get feedback from and and, and to sell it to what is is there something like a, a tool or a tactic or a campaign something that works for you guys that you used to to find those people to, you know to create brand awareness is there something that you can share with us yeah you know what's interesting is that we are still pretty early in our in our state i know and yeah. uh so i'm i'm the marketer i'm the salesperson i'm i'm doing a lot everybody is doing a lot in their little domains just wearing so many hats i was actually thinking to bring some hats to wear for you here because <laughs> in startup, that's what it is. <laughs> and you have you've done it so you know how it is but yeah so talking about you know customer acquisition like literally is is that so we haven't spent a whole a lot of time i think our main focus is to kind of identify where that beachhead is because we do have demand and through our 
different conversations. We've done a lot of interviews actually ahead of time before. As we were building our platform, we were doing a lot of interviews with uh, agencies, brands, et cetera, et cetera. And those interviews were easy because we were we were not selling anything and we were interviewing those those folks. Right. And yeah, so now it, because I've established those connections, I go and I you know I have the conversations, and because they understand what it was, a lot of them like it. They you know they want to jump in and, and start using the platform. So it, it wasn't like in a way where we have a campaign going certain direction. It was just initially it's easier to have those conversations early on with people who, who you're not selling anything to later on yeah. you can go back to them if they like it it's much easier to get them on board so that's one of the things we've done as we were starting the company so i'll tell you the another thing again we are we haven't spent any marketing dollars yet zero well that's great because we are demand uh, and we mm-hmm. haven't spent much. however we need to go to that direction one of the things we're doing actually a shout out to one of my uh, friends at uh, it's a marketing company called OfferFit. They are AI company and they're you know doing a crazy analytics, uh, unbelievable. They they just raised a large round. They're ahead of us from timing perspective. And uh, George is the CEO of Offerfit. We were having conversations. I'm a big fan of LinkedIn. You know, you are a big yeah, fan of LinkedIn. Yeah. And one of you know, I always you know leveraging LinkedIn is is amazing. That's that was the plan. I had some thoughts, etc. But having conversation with George, he helped me. You know, it's good to have conversations with different entrepreneurs. So one of the things we, we he talked about and what we're probably going to do, actually we're setting up for that, is, hey, look, we have amazing advisors. We have advisors from Twitter, et cetera, from every, different places. We have investors in our company. Why not leverage them, their network? So we basically are making short list of companies that we want to go after. This I'm just literally telling you the steps. So the, within those short list of companies, given that I'm not a, 23 year old entrepreneur mm-hmm. i have a lot of connections and i understand yeah. and my connections have a lot of connections that's a benefit of being an older entrepreneur so what we're going to do is leverage our network we're basically going to take the companies we want to get at, get to and then go to network download all the people that are in their network fi- find out identify the people who can actually help us and then go back to our investors and friends and family and also the advisors and have them make those introductions so that's that's more structured going way right now everything is a little unstructured because we have demand and everybody we talk to hey you know does this person be interested so we add into our CRM. so but we have to get to structure because we want to be able to uh, methodically acquire customers uh, and prove that we can acquire customers at low cost so that those are the steps that going to and then the next one would be more of bigger campaigns and to a particular beachhead. Right. I think that's logical to do it like that. And that's also my, one of my advantages that you have. I've built my network too. You know, if you have your network and it's your second degree network, even your third degree, but second degree network, meaning the people that your connections know, it's really big if you if, if you think of it. You only look at LinkedIn, but other networks, of course, outside of LinkedIn. But it, that can really yeah, it can really be a, it's gold actually, yeah, your network, if you nurture it, if you work on it and, and, and you try to keep in touch with your network. So that's really important. You talked about Twitter. You just mentioned it, but for me, it's like a big thing that if you are connected to Twitter, you know, they, 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 they have a really big audience. And if you can talk to people like that and they advise you, for me, that's a big thing. That's also, I think, for investors or people that you're talking to, if you can tell that, that also creates authority and shows people that you are, uh, yeah, yeah, you have a really good tool for them. Do you think that you'll also 
collaborate with Twitter in the future? Or is it just like advice at this moment? Uh, we don't know. Uh, we're early. It's open. Yeah. Big, uh, but hey, you, you can never say no because, uh, you know, Beverly is our advisor. She is absolutely amazing. We love, we love her. She's just, every time I have a conversation with her, it's so refreshing. So her, her expertise and, and the upbeat nature is like amazing. So, but we may, we may, you know. At this moment, I don't it's, want to it, 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 yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it's just, I would say, because I see when I, you know, because I'm like you, I'm an entrepreneur, I see opportunities everywhere, I see possibilities, and as I start to see how this can fit with, 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 with other, you know, brands or, or social media or other tools that are already on the market and that you complement it. So, yeah, that it's, <laughs> I think it gives a lot of energy to be working on something like that and be a team like that and then be able to network. So combining the exciting thing of developing something new with talking to people and and, and, uh, and trying to find the right people. You just talked about Twitter. You talked about LinkedIn. Did I understand you correctly that for yourself and perhaps for your business, LinkedIn is a channel that you yourself are the most active on? Yeah, I think LinkedIn right now is the most active one, but I've have used I've have large pages on Facebook, Instagram accounts, <laughs> different things. I I'm a social junkie a little bit. Uh, <laughs> for your previous businesses, I'm I, yeah, because yeah, for, you have for to... my previous businesses, I'm a I'm a very big sports fan. I have like uh, two large Facebook pages with a okay. whole bunch of sports fans uh, on, on those pages because I have I was doing a business there. And are they still active? Those pages? Are you still involved with them? Or yeah. You know, it's a shame, actually. I feel bad because I can't let it go. I can't just, like, turn it off. There's too many people on it. But at the same time, I, I don't actively manage it. Every once in a while, I manage it because I don't have time. But And, you know, one of my uh, terms about social media is this. It, I, hopefully, it will help your listeners here because we're, we're in, so, you know, you're a social media list, mm-hmm. if, that's a, if that's even a word. I see social media, any social media channel, is living, breathing animal. If you don't feed that animal, if you don't feed that animal good food, if you don't care, if you don't listen to that animal, if you don't engage with that animal, it's, it's not going right. to grow and be your friend. It's not going to grow and give you fruits. It's, it's just not going to add value for you. So I, every time I talk to folks and who, are, who are starting on social media and new, et cetera, I'm like, look, just treat it as an animal. That's your animal <laughs> to, to I, feed and do everything. So, and then it'll work out. I think it's a great comparison because an animal also it's but when it's born it's really small you need you need to start to feed it to get that it becomes big and that it grows up and that you can really you know have the benefits that it's yeah, yeah. and it's that's the same, same with social media but my thing is if if we you know if we talk about these animals I have like a farm with a lot of animals you know I want I I I, I want to be on active you know on Twitter I want to be active on LinkedIn I have been active on Clubhouse and now I have I want to be on on Twitter Spaces there is Facebook there is Instagram there is Pinterest there is there is now Snapchat TikTok. too, you know. I'm I'm not really active on Snapchat. That just you know to be in touch with my actually to, because I have two children. Okay, they're now teenagers, but actually it's strange, you know, that the way that you are in contact with them <laughs> sometimes with Snapchat, they will answer faster than if you just you know call them or whatever. It's 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 crazy, <laughs> but it's good to know how how things happen. You know what what absolutely how, how these tools work and, and to learn from them and, and they evolve and you see that other social media channels they take 
things over for Snapchat and the other way around. So um, actually, you have to involve no. with them. You have to yeah, involve with them. Yeah, you with them. And, behind. and that's why I was also interested in Clubhouse when that came out. And it's actually, uh, you know, perhaps that I've written a book about how people can use social media to benefit from that. But th those things change really fast. And then... Um, Then Clubhouse came when my book was published online. Now I have a second version of it, but it's right. it's really crazy how it evolves. And now you have less people on Clubhouse, but they are elsewhere. Actually, when we will have finished our recording, I will be joining an audio room on LinkedIn, which is also new. So I want to find out how that works. So um, did, did you already go to audio rooms on LinkedIn? No, I haven't actually. So, I usually well, get the early opt-ins from LinkedIn. That one I haven't heard. No, I didn't. No, normally I was on LinkedIn. I was one of the first to have uh, LinkedIn live access yeah. in Europe, as you know. I was also one of the first to get Twitter spaces. I had Facebook when I was really a good user. I had a lot of things on Facebook. Now I'm, 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 I must admit I'm less uh, present on Facebook. And now on LinkedIn, yeah, the, the people that can organize LinkedIn audio rooms, at this moment there are only 500 in the world. So it's really limited And the fact that, you know, because I'm living in Belgium, it's not always easy to get access to the, the newest features because probably and mostly they are first launching in the US. But yeah, so it's, it's interesting. As, as you know, social media, it's evolving like that. <laughs> Your tool also will be evolving. But I, I imagine that uh, you already have uh, plans ahead where it should go. And then perhaps your team should grow too, I imagine, because you are hiring. So, Vahag, if people, we talked about LinkedIn, we talked about Twitter. You, tweet, LinkedIn is your main thing. If people, and they listen to this story and they want to know more, what is the best way they can connect with you or what is the best place that they can visit your website or whatever? Can you share some contact information with them? Absolutely, absolutely. Again, I think LinkedIn, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. So, <laughs> happy to connect with anyone. You know, I'm one of those who love to connect with people and come in and send me a note, say your story, or if you want to use our product, or if you just want to connect and you have questions, absolutely do drop in a note. So I know where, you know, who, who you are. So, but yeah. LinkedIn is very important. So you, also our LinkedIn webpage, we're very active. We, okay. we don't spend a lot of time, but we're starting to put more and more content and time on, on our LinkedIn page, the Brandlands LinkedIn page. So find myself, find me on LinkedIn, find Brandlands on LinkedIn. Our website is old but you can still submit your email you could get some information a new website coming up in about four weeks time frame wow uh, with a lot of uh, good stuff happening there and then my email is vahag at brandlens.io and vahag is spelled v-a-h-a-g I will be sure to uh, to put it in the description or, or the show notes of this podcast so people that want to send you an email and if heard you speak and they, they say, wow, I want to know more or I just want to connect because you never know. Eh? It's a small Absolutely. world. We meet each other online or on conferences or perhaps at another opportunity. Well, Vahak, it was, it was so great to meet you there. I just felt like we were at the same energy level. We were connecting. We just talked and now we are here on this, on, on this podcast and we will see where we will meet uh, in the future. Thank you very much. Thank you, Yuri. Hopefully next time we see you, we'll be over a good Belgian beer in Belgium. Yeah, I hope so too. Thank you all. Thank you for listening. And I hope to see you in the next podcast episode. Bye.